Okay, the solution to pollution. Well, uh, maybe you wonder what is this all about, uh, but you will come to find out very soon. Let me just read uh, Micah chapter 7, verse 18. The book of Micah chapter 7, verse 18. Who is a God like you, who pardons sin and forgives the transgressions of the remnant of his inheritance? You do not stay angry forever, but delight to show mercy. You will again have compassion on us. You will treat our, our, you will tread our sin underfoot and hurl all our iniquities into the depths of the sea. You will be true to Jacob and show mercy to Abraham as you pledged on oath to our fathers in days long ago. This is a very encouraging word that God is giving us here. Let me also take you to the New Testament, to 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 21. 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 21. And the Bible reads here, To this you were called, because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. He committed no sin and no deceit, was found in his mouth. When they hurled the insult at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sin in his body on the tree so that he might die to sins and live for righteousness by his wounds that you have been healed. Let us pray. Lord our God, we thank you so much for your living word, the word that gives us courage, the word that gives us strength, the word that works wonderful things in our lives. And Lord Jesus, today I pray, may this word be able to give us the answer to many of the questions we may have in our own personal lives. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much that you keep speaking to us. Lord, you are not silent. You are interested in communicating your wonderful word, your truth to each and every one of us. And Lord, today, we open our hearts and Lord, we say, speak to us. We will listen. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, while it is true that uh, God is speaking every day, Unfortunately, not everybody is listening. And uh, this is uh, the problem uh, of our world. People are not hearing what God is saying anymore because they are doing their own thing. Now, today I want to really uh, address this issue of uh, our world that is polluted today more than ever before. And, and we must understand, when I talk about pollution, yes, of course, there are things that pollute the environment, like the plastics, you know, the, the, the many things that uh, are flying around in our, uh, in our oceans, which are polluting the world. But we, we will come to the point where we are learning where pollution has started. And that is not in the world around us, but inside of us. 
Now, it's important that we understand that the burden uh, of sin, you know, is something that is destroying our lives. That's why, you know, very often God talks about forgiveness and healing at the same time, because many of the diseases are actually resulting as a, you know, as a pollution issue, you know, as a sin issue, and they make us sick. Now, we human beings are not made to carry sin. We are not made to, you know, walk around with the burden of sin every day, because the burden of sin is wearing us down, is bringing us, uh, you know, to the limits of our ability. And we must understand that the burdens that we see in our world, they're killing, you know, they're uh, they really making life uh, difficult in many different places. Now, let me first of all address the issue of uh, the pollution in our world. We are suffering under the burden of solution today, and you know, uh, we are living through a very interesting time right now. Uh, we, we see climate change, and maybe you can't hear this word anymore because it's uh, in everybody's mouth, but that's a reality. You know, in the Northern Hemisphere, uh, people have had temperatures uh, that were never experienced before, that even us in Africa are not really used to. You know, uh, in Greece right now, they have got between 45 and 50 degrees. In many other countries, it's very similar. And all of the, you know, the vegetation, the, the forests are in danger. In fact, many of the uh, forests have been burning down because they are not, they're not made for that kind of heat, for that temperature, for that dryness that is there. And you may be wondering then, why is it there? If, it cannot, if the world cannot take it, why is it so hot? Well, I think I'll come to that. You know, we, we human beings have contributed to make the world the way it is. Because we have abused God's creation because of our, you know, hunger, you know, to be satisfying our, our wishes, not necessarily our needs. God has given us everything for our needs, but for our visions. And we have a consumerism today that demands ever more stuff, whether necessary or not. So we have exploited the earth, or let me say, we have over-exploited the earth. In fact, God has put all of the, 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 the you know, resources in the earth for us to use them in a responsible manner. You know, resources are God's blessed resources to us human beings, his creation. But when we over-exploit, when we are careless with uh, how we are treating the resources of God, actually, the whole resources become a curse to us. So the over-exploitation of earth has thrown the earth off balance. And uh, one, of the, one of the results is that wildlife is uh, being squeezed into ever smaller spaces. The other day I, I, I read that uh, in some countries, you know, um, certain, certain wildlife has shrunk by 70 or 60 percent, respectively, on different types of, of creatures. So in other words, we, we are so selfish, we want everything to ourselves, we are forgetting about all the needs that others are having. 
You know, I mean, look at, look at the wildlife. They, they really don't trouble us, you know. They, they just need to have their grass or they just need to have their, their environment. And, uh, and then they're happy, you know. They don't take anything away from us. And yet, we are squeezing them because we want their land. We want to push ourselves into every corner of the globe, including the, uh, the, 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 the parks that we have, you know, people are not respecting anymore. People want the resource of ivory, for instance. And uh, of course, you can't get ivory unless you kill an elephant. And that's why elephants are under great threat of extinction. So we can see that the behavior of man is out of bounds because we don't have the fear of God anymore. Okay, we don't see the fear of God in our world anymore. And this is by and large very true wherever you go. Okay, maybe in some areas we have greater fear of God in other areas. But people are always thinking about what they want themselves first before they think about the needs of the creatures in our world. And, you know, the people, even the other people, you know, right now in in the Western world, in US, in Europe, there's a great discussion about migration because of so many conflicts that are going on in our world, people are, you know, on the move. They are, they are becoming refugees. They, they run away from, from places where they have been for, you know, forever, for, from, from, you know, their... Uh, families in the past, and, 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 and now they realize, you know, they, they, they don't have uh, peace of mind anymore, they have no income anymore, and so they, they are on the move. So we can see our world is not in balance anymore, okay? Our world is, uh, uh, you know, favoring those who already have got so much because they have got the power to do whatever they want, and the others who have little they are falling by the wayside. Now, what we must understand is that is the root cause of sin, selfishness, sinfulness, okay? And, and that is what causes all these things to happen. Now, when we look at pollution, you know, we must realize that pollution didn't start uh, in the pollution of the environment. It started from the heart, from the heart of man. When God gave man the Garden of Eden, it was a pristine environment. There was no pollution whatsoever, okay? And it could have continued like that because, you know, God created the world in such a way that uh, it can take care of itself. Uh, and if man is responsible, if man takes the right kind of action, then it will be able to uh, be in good balance. But if man is no longer responsible, then things are off balance. And that's what we must understand. So the Garden of Eden was a clean, a pristine, immaculate environment. But then when people sinned, that's when things changed. And in fact, because God wanted to keep the environment of the Garden of Eden as clean as he wanted it to have, he had to take the people who polluted themselves outside of the Garden of Eden. You know, that makes us, the realization 
that, you know, God is creating a new heaven and a new earth. You know, we are going to be with God forever and ever. And many people think they can go to be in heaven. Whatever they mean with that, I don't know. <clears throat> but I want you to understand that if our hearts are polluted, we cannot be in the presence of God. It's impossible. Number one, we cannot survive it. Number two, God will not allow his world to be polluted as the earth is polluted. It's not possible, okay? So God keeps his world, his world clean. And that's why, you know, uh, all the issues that we are talking about, uh, you know, of, of cleansing us from all unrighteousness, they need to be done here on earth. You know, we need to deal with our sin and unrighteousness here in this world. We need to deal with the burdens that we are carrying here on earth because we cannot take it into the world of God. That's impossible. <clears throat> now, as I said, when people sinned, purity got lost and the people defiled themselves. And you know, if somebody is defiling himself, he's defiling others too. Soon the people of this world defiled, uh, you know, the, the environment around, around them, they corrupted their world, and uh, we know that it didn't take very long until, you know, uh, one person came, killed his brother Abel, and if you read onwards from there, it is a, a, a story of com continuous struggle and pushing each other uh, to the corners. We can see that step after step, the world deteriorated. It got more and more affected by the sin of man. And, uh, you know, we see that man began to entertain very unhealthy vices. You know, even today we see the smoking, the alcohol, the drugs, uh, the lack of self-discipline, you know, the, the, the so-called freedom where they can do whatever they wish where they have no more fear of God, where they no more... And uh, this advice even of parents, this is very common today. And uh, this is why we are in great trouble. You know, this is why we are seeing so many difficulties in our world. The more technology we human beings have developed, the faster our world around us has sunk into despair. Actually, we think it should be the other way around, you know? The more we develop, we are very proud, we have developed all kinds of things, all kinds of uh, technology, and instead of making the world better, we make it worse, okay? We have found a lot of solutions, a lot of uh, uh, remedies to, to certain diseases, but then the diseases are, the disease burden is still growing because there are new diseases coming from the pollution that we can see around us. You know, let me just give you a, a, a quick overview. You know, pollution has a wide range of adverse effect on human health. Okay, and I'm, I'm saying this to you because this is, this is the living environment in which we are, but it's a reflection of our heart. It's a reflection of what is inside. Okay, depending on the type of pollutants that we are, that we are experiencing, and the duration and the intensity of the exposure, uh, we can easily uh, get affected and become sick. Okay, so these are burdens which make us sick. 
okay? Things that have not always been there, but they are there now in our so-called modern world. For instance, there are a lot of people who are suffering respiratory problems. You know, uh, the air pollution in some parts of the world is so bad that you can't almost, almost see clearly. You know, like in cer certain cities in China, you cannot go out without uh, covering your, your, your face because it's impossible to breathe the, the pollution that is there. Okay? And it's not only there, it's, it's in many places. In fact, sometimes when, when you go through Lusaka early in the morning, you see a certain haze hanging over, over the city. And that's not clouds, or that's not environment, or, or you know, natural environment. This is, this is what you know, we, we push into the air from our cars and other pollutants. We see cardiovascular uh, diseases because we are exposed to pollution. It has increased the risk of heart attacks, strokes, and other cardiovascular diseases. You know, pollutants, certain pollutants can enter the bloodstream and cause inflammation and stress and even damage to blood vessels. Uh, these are things that, you know, were not known 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago. These things have come because we have been careless with our environment, at least some of them. Or cancer. You know, cancer, again, is uh, often a result of air pollutants, you know, so just like, uh, you know, certain chemicals which are now in the air, benzene, you know, from, from height, and uh, certain heavy metals, uh, which we don't see, but they are there, okay? And they make us sick. And of course, prolonged exposure to these pollutants can make people very sick. We know that, for instance, people who have been uh, working with um, certain materials, you know, uh, are very exposed. You know, cement, for instance, is one. Uh, you know, others are worse than, than cement. You know, the, the, the dust is, is, is very, very, toxic. Again, we have other issues like neurological effects. You know, I don't want to go into details. We have reproductive and development issues. You know, all these things have something to do with the pollution, the burden of pollution that is in our world today. Even skin and eye irritants, even waterborne diseases, you know, come because water is not clean anymore. You know, uh, very often you see, especially in, 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 in crowded areas, that somebody is digging a, a, a well uh, around uh, a number of pit latrines. Now, uh, you, you don't need much sense to understand that this is a very dangerous uh, situation, isn't it? And so when people go to the hospital, they are sick, okay? Sometimes it's not really very difficult to find out why they are sick, okay? Because they are in such kind of a situation. Okay, especially, uh, you know, allergies and sensitivities have got a lot to do with uh, the air that we breathe or the, the environment in which we live in. And uh, any one of you who has got an allergy, you can tell this is difficult. I, I personally have had allergies, and my, my uh, you know, doctor said, 
It's very difficult. In these days and days, we don't know where the allergies are coming from. They're all over. You know, you would have to do trial and error to find out maybe what causes it. Mental health, you know, we are expo exposed to pollutants uh, that make us sick. And uh, we, we need to realize this is very dangerous. Now, what I want you to understand is that this is a reflection, you know, what is around us is a reflection of what is inside of us human beings, okay? You know, the pollution did not start with the environment, the pollution started from their hearts, okay? It was Adam and Eve who sinned, defiled their hearts, you know, disobeyed God, and then they brought this defilement and corruption into the world. And if we are to see uh, a solution to the burdens of, of sinfulness and the burdens of uh, those uh, effects that I've just mentioned, then we need to realize that uh, it needs to start from the heart. The solution comes from the heart, not clean up outside. Okay? Uh, we first of all have to deal with our hearts. We have to get cleansed <clears throat> from all sin and unrighteousness. Now, what I want you to understand is that God has not created us to bear that kind of burden, okay? We cannot bear it, okay? We cannot bear the burden of sin or the, the burden of pollution around in our world because it kills, okay? It will have a negative effect on our life. And of course, uh, the result may be that we are saying now, what should we do about it? You know, uh, is there any hope? And I will tell you, yes, there is hope. That's why I want to talk about the solution to the burden of pollution, okay? Uh, there is a solution. And uh, I'm very well aware that uh, certain things that we have uh, caused may not be possible to be, you know, reversed or re rectified anytime soon. Let me give you a, a little, a little uh, detail here. You know, <clears throat> in the world today, there are a lot of nuclear power plants. And uh, I know not too long ago we were talking about uh, one, <clears throat> one that we wanted to establish in the Chongwe area. Uh, now, nuclear uh, power seems to be uh, very clean power, at least at the, first, at the first glance. But in reality, it's uh, very, very hazardous. Okay? Now, when you are exploiting, you know, the fusion from the nuclear power, for a moment you have that power, you can use it, and it's, it's, it's going to, uh, you know, be a blessing, as one would say. But in reality, it's not a blessing. In reality, it's a curse. You know, nuclear waste can remain radioactive and hazardous for thousands of years. Okay? Now, <clears throat> mankind has built nuclear reactors when they knew they had no solution what to do with the, with the hazardous waste. Up to today, we don't know what to do with it. You know, <clears throat> up to now, there is no solution. Some of them, they have built very, very deep... Uh, 
underground depots where they want to keep it. And even there, they are afraid because if you know certain liquids will seep in and uh, maybe the containers will not withstand the, uh, the, 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 the liquid water supply or, or even to the world in general. <clears throat> now, just to give you an idea, <clears throat> the high-level waste that comes from a nuclear power plant, you know, these are the spent nuclear fuel uh, rods that come after they have, you know, been exploited for the power and they have given power to, uh, to mankind. <clears throat> They will, radio, they will remain, remain radioactive, measured in the hundreds of thousands of years. Okay? Now, we are not even living hundreds of years, let alone thousands of years. But this nuclear waste is going to remain for hundreds of thousands of years. <clears throat> now, we don't know what we are doing to our world because we will be gone in hundred years, okay? All of us will be gone but uh, we are leaving the world polluted behind. And that's a very sad state of affairs, you know? I mean, uh, you see, when, when you go back, maybe when we were not as, as advanced as we are today, yes, the world was polluted, but not in the, to the extent that we are polluting the world today. We have thought we are becoming very, very modern, but we are not looking at the effects that our developments are going to bring, you know? Uh, you know, when, when plastic was first coming on the market, it was hailed to be the solution for everything. And today we are drowning in plastics all over the world. All the, the oceans are full of what they call microplastics, which are eaten by the fish, and when you eat the fish, you eat the plastic in the fish. You know, a, a few years ago in Zambia, there was a law that we do away with the plastic uh, bags uh, in the shops. But uh, I'm not sure what happened to that law because the plastic bags are back, you know. And uh, please, if you, if you are mindful as uh, child, children of God, uh, get your own, you know, bag and, and go visit, you know. Um, if possible, not even a, 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 a plastic bag. You know, we have got sisal, you know, and sisal is a very natural product and you can carry it and it will serve you many, many times. But just because we are too lazy to carry anything, we buy uh, a plastic bag for one kwacha, or for one kwacha 20, okay? And we continue polluting the world. It's a very sad state of affairs, you know? And I think, you know, we as Christians, we should be more aware of that. You know, maybe people who are just looking at uh, their, their, you know, own uh, benefits, they might not look at that. But we should, you know, we should not just look at our own benefit, we should look at the benefit of our world around us, we should really look at the benefit of God's creation. I think that's very important. Now, let's understand, there is a burden that we cannot bear, like the burden of uh, nuclear waste, you know, we human beings, we have created it, but we cannot get rid of it. Okay. Just because we wanted to have the power and we had the power and we used the power and the power is gone, we don't know what has happened with it, you know, but uh, now the, the fuel rods are spent and these are with us for hundreds of thousands of years. That's how it is with sin. You know, sin gives you a kick, you know, some kind of a, 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 a attraction for one moment 
That's what happened to Eve and to Adam on that uh, beginning. You know, whatever was promised uh, by Satan was giving them open eyes, you know, was giving them uh, a wider uh, solution for everything, and, 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 and then they sinned. But then, of course, it devastated their life. You know, I wonder what Eve must have gone through when she saw her son Cain kill her other son Abel. I wonder what she must have gone through when she saw how the world deteriorated from generation to generation, how the world got more polluted uh, along the way. I, I'm sure she wondered, was it worth it? Today, we are seeing that people do not care about God anymore. They don't ask about the will of God anymore. Of course, that should be different with us who are here. But in general, you know, people do what they want. Not realizing that sooner or later, we all have to pay the price for it. And today, people are sick, you know, more sick than ever. You know, mental health is a big problem. You know, I think it was yesterday I read the report, you know, which, which, which shocked me, you know. There was a, a certain, you know, I don't know whether you couldn't call him a gentleman because he was not gentle, you know. So he, he, he got involved in crime and then he was in court. He, they, they gave him a prison sentence, but they felt maybe he was not mentally okay. So they decided that they should send him to the psychiatry, okay. So... Uh, he was being, you know, they tried to help him. Then he got involved in other crime again because he was not uh, behind bars. Uh, so they said, oh, no, he needs to have more psychiatric uh, support. And so one day this man comes with a knife. Nobody knew that he comes with a knife, but he comes with a knife with the intent to kill that person who counseled the same person, Okay. He says, uh, that counseling is unsatisfactory and I want to see this person killed. And so, for sure, that man killed the very uh, person, the very counselor that uh, was busy trying to help. And two other people tried to stop him and they also got injured, but that person died. You know, this is the kind of, of, of disease burden that we have today. The kind of problems that we are facing that maybe were not known a few hundred years ago. Our burden, the very burden, you know, that disease burden, that burden of sin, uh, it killed him too. Okay? But thank God, this was the final nail into the coffin of sin and evil. Because uh, through his work, we have got salvation. And we are released from that, uh, from carrying that burden. You know, I wish everybody could hear it. There is no need to carry the burden that so many people carry. And unfortunately, many of us Christians, we also carry burden we should not carry, okay? Because they kill us, okay? We do things which we should not do, and then, of course, they become a burden, and we are, we are not dealing with them, you know, because the only way to deal with the burden of sin is that we confess. That we, that we come to the Lord, and the Bible says when we confess our sin, then God is faithful and just that he will forgive our sin. If we don't confess, 
You know, God cannot forgive what you claim you have not done. Okay, so it's important that we learn to, to turn around. Let me take you to the book of Hebrews, chapter 10 and verse 11. <clears throat> Hebrews 10, it talks about the Old Testament order of the priests that were standing before the Lord. And the Bible says, day after day, every priest stands and performs his religious duties again and again. He offers the same sacrifices, which can never take away sin. Okay, like in the Old Testament, they did sacrifice. It was like a reminder, you know, sin is heavy. You can't carry it. You can't bear it. So it was like loaded on a scapegoat. Actually, there's a very wonderful scripture where every year they would actually bring a scapegoat and they were offloading the sin on the scapegoat and then send it that way it would no one can carry sin, not even the animals that were killed on this, in these days. It was just a reminder. So the Bible says here, whatever the priests are offering, the same sacrifices day after day, year after year, they can never take away sins. But when this priest, that is Christ, okay, when this priest had offered for all time one sacrifice for sin, he sat down at the right hand of God. Since that time, he waits for his enemies to be made his footstool. Because by one sacrifice, he has made perfect forever those who are being made holy. Praise the Lord. This is a message to you and to me. Okay, God has made perfect forever by this sacrifice that he, he gave when he gave himself. And we are being made holy because of what he has done at that cross. The Holy Spirit also testifies to us about this. First he says, this is the covenant I will make with them that time, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their hearts. I will write them on their minds. And then he adds, their sins and lawless acts, I will remember no more. Praise the Lord. So we must realize, you know, that the burden of sin is too heavy for any one of us. It will, it will eventually wear us down and it can even cost years of our lives because it, it, it wears us out. And, and you know, despite all of the, all of the advances in, in medicine, we see that uh, life expectancy is going reverse. It's not becoming longer anymore, it's becoming less. When I came to Zambia, I found a lot of old, old people. Okay. Of course, many of them have now passed on. But finding old people is very difficult these days, okay? You know, if you find people who are 80 or 90, uh, it's not so common. They're there, but not so many, okay? And yet, many people are dying far too young. Some people die without a natural cause, okay? Because they take their own lives, because they can't carry the burden anymore. Okay, and that's the good news that we have. There is a solution. We don't have to carry that burden any longer because Jesus has taken that burden upon himself. In Isaiah 
53, a scripture that we know very well and that we should know and that we should remember and that we should recite regularly. Uh, in chapter 53, verse 3, the Bible says, He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrow, familiar with suffering, like one from whom men hide their faces. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Now, very interesting, that description is very interesting, you know. Uh, when, when, when Christ carried our sin, you know, he became despised. People didn't want to look at him because, you know, the burden of sin was, 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 was heavy on him. But the same is true with us human beings. You know, when there's too much sin in our life, we'll have difficulties to have relationships, we'll have difficulties to have fellowship because people realize something is not right. So we must know that. Okay, but Jesus carried our sin. Okay. Surely he took up our infirmities and carried our sorrows. Yet we considered him stricken by God, smitten by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgression. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds we are healed. Now this is a very important passage of scripture. You know, many people uh, do not fully realize what that means. You see, when we carry burdens, burdens of all kind of, you know, uh, effects from our behavior, from our sinfulness, you know, from our selfishness, it makes us sick, okay? You know, and it will, not, it will not help. Like this woman with an issue of blood, she went to all of the doctors for 12 years and nobody could help her. Okay, we don't know the underlying cause, but it's, the, the, the Bible gives us that story just telling us, you know, there was a need that was not, that was not uh, you know, solved. There was a problem that was no doctor could ever find. And it's very often the case today that you go to... Uh, to doctors because you don't feel well and they tell you, I, I don't know, uh, everything seems to be okay with you. You seem to be okay, but you know you are not okay. Okay? So we, we must understand, you know, that today many people are suffering under the burden, you know, that have accumulated, you know, the burdens that have accumulated for a long, long time and then it makes us sick. And the doctors cannot really help you because it's not really a physical issue. It's a spiritual issue. And that's why Jesus said, when we are receiving that salvation, because Jesus has carried our burden, Jesus has, you know, taken the evil and the iniquity of all of us upon himself, that's when we, number one, get peace. That means we can live in harmony with people again and, you know, have joy and love them and, 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 and have peace with God. And at the same time also that Scripture tells us and by his wounds we are healed. So if the burdens that we carry are gone, then healing will come. Okay, as long as we carry us, you know, let's reflect on our hearts and our lives. You know, let's not carry stuff that is not right. You know, especially young people today, I'm sorry, young people, I'm not trying to pick on you, but it's a reality. You know, we, we, are, we, are, we are going to church, we're singing songs, we are doing all the right things that we are expected to do, but 
in our own life, in our own homes, we compromise. We can do things that are not right. And we know it's not right, but because everybody is doing it, we also do it. We justify ourselves. We try to whitewash, but no justification and no whitewashing will ever do. The only one justification that can be there for sin is the blood of Jesus. And that's why we need to be serious with the Lord. We need, we need to really not ask what is good for me. But we need to ask what is right. How can I please God? You know, I can tell you a lot of stories, which of course I don't want, you know. Uh, but but it, it's painful. It's very painful. You're trying to serve people. And we do this, you know, in our schools, in our university. We're helping a lot of young people. But people are cheating. Okay? While you are trying to help, they're exploiting you. They try to bring you down. Okay? They, of course, they don't think that far. That when they steal, when they, when they find ways to cheat, uh, that it will have an effect on the institution. They don't think about that. That it will have an, uh, an effect on the people who are responsible for the, the institution. They just think about themselves. You know, many young people, they get the money from their parents and they squander it. And then they, they write receipts which are fake. Okay? I'm just telling this because I, I, I know it firsthand. You understand? These things are going on every single day. You know, this is just, you know, what I know. I, I wouldn't know what is happening in our, in our society, in our, in our business world. You know, these things are real. And, you know, the solution must start somewhere. Now, let me tell you, the solution has started or has come into this world when the Father, our loving Father, sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to carry our burden once and for all. The problem is that we are just religious and that we are not really applying that salvation to our own personal lives. So it's important that we learn you know, when you buy yourself some extravagant clothes, these extravagant clothes may, may, look, may make you look nice, at least you think so, but it, you can never really have peace of mind. And uh, sooner or later, something will make you sick, and you don't know where it has come from, but it is your own seed that you have sown. So let's understand, the burden of sin makes us sick. Okay, pollution, just like pollution outside is making us sick. And we cannot carry that, that, that burden of, of, of pollution. Just like I told you that radioactive waste, you know, it will remain radioactive for thousands of years, hundreds of thousands of years. We cannot solve it. And likewise, we cannot solve the, the hazardous waste of our sin. We cannot carry it. We cannot do away with it. It is dangerous. It is killing. And that's why we need to be owning up to the Lord. That's why we need to have to offload what God has given to us. Now, the good thing is, and, and I've got good news for you, you know, God is such a loving God that he forgives our sin and our unrighteousness, and that he will remember it no more. This is amazing. You know, this is totally amazing. 
Let me read you a scripture from the book of Psalm 103, verse 8. The Bible says, The Lord is compassionate and merciful, slow to get angry, and filled with unfailing love. He will not constantly accuse us, nor remain angry forever. He does not punish us for our sins. He does not deal harshly with us as we deserve. Okay? We are supposed to be, uh, you know, treated harshly. That's what we deserve. But God doesn't do that. For his unfailing love towards those who fear him is as great as the height of the heaven above the earth. He has removed our sins as far from us as the east is from the west. The Lord is like a father to his children, tender and compassionate to those who fear him. Praise the Lord. Isn't that powerful? You know, I mean, this is an assurance, you know, that he has come so that you offload your burden that kills you upon him because he has already carried it. He has already taken it to cross. But as long as you are not giving it to him, it will kill you. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 24. The Bible says here, you have not brought me fragrant calamus or pleased me with the fat of, from sacrifices. Instead, you have burdened me with your sins and varied me with your faults. Yes, I, yes, I alone will blot out your sins for my own sake and I will never think of them again or other translations as I'll remember them no more. Praise the Lord. So God assures us again and again and you know on, on our bulletin we have got a number of uh, scriptures that please uh, read it and, and let it you know penetrate your heart you know like like uh, the sunshine you know uh, penetrate your skin let it let that word penetrate your hearts because it will go, do good to you so God says again and again that he will want to forgive us our sin and remember it no more. Like we have read in the beginning from the book of Micah chapter 7. You know, the Bible says, Who is a God like you, who pardons sin and forgives the transgression, the transgression of the remnant of his inheritance? You do not stay angry forever, but delight to show mercy. You know, God loves to be merciful. You know, maybe you are afraid... What will happen to me when I, when I confess? What will happen to me when I, when I own up? Let me tell you, you will find the delight of God because he wants to forgive you. He wants to cleanse you. He wants to make you whole completely. On us, you will, treat, you will tread our sins underfoot and hurl our, all our iniquity into the depths of the sea. One translation said, in the depths of the ocean. I, I love that, you know. I love that. This is powerful. You know, God, God actually deals with whatever wrong that we can do. You know, recently you have heard these people who tried to go to visit the Titanic, uh, which is about, uh, I think it was about 40,000 meters down, you know. Uh, they didn't make it to come back because uh, somehow their, their vessel imploded, you know. Now, exploded means something is blowing up like this. 
but these people, they were in this, uh, you know, water, uh, under, uh, underground, you know, vessel. Uh, and of course, inside, you know, they, they needed to have the air that they can breathe, so they needed to have that kind of pressure that we have here. But then outside, the pressure was a multiple times greater pressure, you know, and uh, material is material. So what happened, we don't know, nobody knows exactly, but as they were down there about 4,000 meters, the pressure for that vessel became too big. That submarine became too big and it imploded. That means it just bah, collapsed like that. So the Lord says, he will take our sin to the depths of the sea where no one can get it. Okay? These people were able to make it 4,000 meters deep. Some of them made it and they came back. Others couldn't come back. But do you know that the deepest place in the ocean is more than 9,000 meters deep? They call it the Marian Channel, somewhere, you know, in the, uh, in the east, not very far from the Mount Everest. You know, there is the highest mountains and the deepest, the deepest depths not very far from each other. Nobody has ever gone there 9,000 meters deep. No one can go there because it is, it is just hazardous, you know. And God says, you know, just to give us a picture, it's not really that, that he takes the sin uh, in such a place, but he wants just to tell us where he takes our sin, no one can remember it anymore. No one will get it back anymore. No one can fish it out anymore. Okay? And even if people remember your, your wickedness of the past, God doesn't. Because God, as much as he can remember everything that he, he has done, he can also decide to brought out certain things from his memory. And let me tell you, this is the great good message, the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ, that he plots out our iniquities. He removes it from his memory. And when he has removed it, it will be there no more. Hey, this is powerful. This is really great. So maybe you remember it. And you go to the Lord and says, God, sorry, I've done it again. And God says, done what? Because if you really have asked him for forgiveness, he has forgiven you. Okay? So it's like you come for the first time. And I'm not saying that you, that you can play games you know, some people say, oh, there will be grace so I can sin. No, 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 that's not, that's not what I'm saying, please. But if we are struggling, okay, if we are still sleeping here or, or falling there, you know, God is still faithful and just to forgive our sins and our iniquity. So once again, you know, pollution, whether it's a pollution in our hearts or the pollution around us, it makes us sick and diminishes the joy that we should have in life. You know, God has given us life so that we rejoice. And the Bible says rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. Okay? God wants us to be joyful because God is joyful. You know, God hasn't got a long, long face uh, like some people have. No, he's always joyful. In fact, he, he is the God who has anything to create all things. He has enjoyed creating you and he loves you because you are a perfect piece of his genius. Okay? In fact, in you, there is that residue of the likeness of God 
you know, the image and the likeness of God. And if you are walking with God, that, that, that residue will be built because his grace will bring you into the likeness and the nature of Christ more and more and more. Praise God. So Jesus has cleansed us from the pollution of sin on that cross, okay? We all needed and still need the restoration that is required from where things have gone wrong in our life. Like I said, the burden of sin kills us in this world and confines, confines us to hell in eternity, okay? If you don't get rid of your sin, you will be with it in eternity to come. And that's what hell is all about. Okay, some people have got some ideas, you know, some people have thrown uh, paintings of how, how hell could be. Actually, hell is hell because of what is inside you, not what is outside of you. Okay? And maybe some of you have gone through hell because you have been tormented from things <clears throat> that have gone wrong in your life. And remember, we can only enter into the world of God when that burden is no longer inside of us, when we are cleansed from all unrighteousness, from all sin, by the blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And this is, this is wonderful. You know, this is <clears throat> what we should all experience. And we should live in that forgiveness of the Lord, in that joy of the Lord, continuously. We are humans. And we are not yet perfect. We have not yet arrived. So, yes, we need to have the cleansing of the Lord every single day. And we should not get tired of it. And you may be saying, but why? You know, I've, I've, I've been, uh, I've repented against you 10 years ago. Does, does it mean for the last 10 years you have never done anything wrong? Okay. How often are you uh, brushing your teeth? Is it once a year? Or once in 10 years? Or because you have brushed your teeth 10 years ago? Uh, you think they are clean? No, they need to be cleansed every day. You know, we are in touch with a dark world, with a, with a, with a world of, of all kind of trouble. And that's why we need to have our hearts and our minds be exposed to the word of God and to the cleansing agent of the blood of Jesus that saves us from all injustice, from all iniquity, from all sin, from all evil. So, time and again, God says, I will remember your sin no more. And this is powerful, okay? This is what God wants us to understand. If you bear a burden, you know, just because certain things have gone wrong in your life, like this uh, lady who had an issue of blood, he was bear she was bearing that burden for 12 years. And uh, she couldn't find a solution. But when Jesus came, she was decided, I'm going to the Lord. I'm going to Jesus. And she found health. She found wholeness. She found deliverance. Just by reaching out to the Lord Jesus Christ. And I want to tell you, this is still possible even today. Let me read from Colossians chapter 1 and verse 19. The Bible says here, for God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him. And through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth, 
things in heaven by make, making peace through, uh, through his blood shed on the cross. You know, he reconciled himself with all, all things and, you know, he made peace by the blood that he shed on the cross. Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior, but now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. Praise God. No more carrying burdens because the burdens have been carried by the Lord Jesus Christ to the cross and he has nailed our burden to the cross. We thank God for that. So, you know, people who are in tune with the Lord, they can really become a solution to the pollution of this world. If you have not dealt with your pollution in your heart, forget it. You will never really be able to do much around you. You know, it, it angers me when I see people dropping stuff. And you know, even here at Gosenda, every time I, I, I see things, things dropped, uh, you know, it, it pains me. Sometimes you drive behind the car and you see somebody throwing stuff outside. This is not right, you know? We need to, to develop a kind of, uh, you know, sensitivity to that. We should no longer throw things. That's why we have bins around here so that we can throw them in the bin. Okay? Now, there are certain things that we can take back to, to uh, the nature. You know, if you are, you're eating an apple and you have something left over, you know, you can put it on the compost because it's not polluting the earth. Or if you have a banana and you have the banana skin, you can take it back to nature because nature will deal with it. You understand? But if you have a plastic bag, okay, you throw it into the into the air or, you know, all this stuff that we have these days from all the different uh, fast food shops and you see it all over, it pollutes our environment. And, you know, if we cannot be a solution as the people of God who have been cleansed from within our hearts and minds by, by the blood of Jesus Christ, you know, then how can we be able to be a solution to our world? And so I believe uh, now I know there are a lot of remarkable uh, people who are doing a lot as far as uh, trying to clean the world of pollution is concerned. But I believe truly, you know, we can only be effective in cleaning up the world when we have our own lives being cleansed. So when our hearts are rid of the burden of sin, then we can get rid of the burden of pollution in our world. If we're still polluting the world, then we have to ask ourselves, how clean is our inside? Okay? God's people really must become more and more sensitive to any form of pollution. Okay? That's why I'm talking to you. Okay? Are you hearing me? You may say, I hear the sound, but I don't understand the meaning, you know? I hope it's not that case, you know. Understand, you know, this is, this is very important. Now, we are forgiven, praise the Lord. So our pollution inside should no longer be a, uh, an issue that we, we should worry about or that we should carry around when actually Jesus has already died on the cross. 
Once and for all, God has dealt with all of our iniquities, all the evil, all the sin. You know, what the priests in the Old Testament could not do because they were just bringing, you know, the animals as a reminder of the sin that was there. But Jesus was the Lamb of God who carried away the sin of the world. So remember, God did what only he could do. That was to cleanse our hearts and lives. But now he expects us to take care of our habitats, of his creation, you know, of the creatures that he has put in this, on this planet. So we need to give them space also. We need to also let them live. So God wants to make sure that we are clean inside and that we are bringing cleanliness outside as well. So our, our desire as the people of God should really be how we can be able to please the Lord. Okay? Uh, the world of sin doesn't ask that question, how can I please God? Because they only want to please themselves. Okay? They're greedy. They want to steal from others and heap mountains of money in their own, in their own backyards or in their own pockets or whatever. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12, verse 1, Therefore I urge you, brethren, in view of God's mercy, to offer is your spiritual act of worship. Okay? We must give to God our own bodies, our own lives. And they can only be holy and pleasing to God when they are clean, when they are cleansed from all unrighteousness and sin. And only the blood of Jesus can accomplish exactly that. So let us remember that God has done everything that he needed to do in order to restore us back into his relationship, into fellowship with God, into his family. Because for that we were created in the first place. And Isaiah 44 verse 22 says, I have blotted out your transgressions like a cloud and your sins like mist. Return to me, for I have redeemed you. So brothers and sisters, don't carry burdens that Jesus has already died for. Because these burdens kill you. Maybe you are saying, but I'm alive. Yeah, you are alive, but you are sick. Okay? And sickness is not, is not helpful, you know? Like the Bible says, there is a sickness to death, and there is a sickness that makes you more sick every day. Okay? So don't, don't, don't carry the diseases. And that's why Jesus said, you know, when, when we are... Seeing Christ cleansing our hearts and our lives, you know, then peace will come in our minds and our hearts. And by his stripes, we are healed. Because when the burden is gone, healing will come. So remember, there's a solution to pollution, okay? The pollution in our heart needs to be dealt with by Christ and Christ alone. We cannot deal with it ourselves. And the pollution in our world, that is a little bit difficult. But we can be family in your environment at work, in your environment here at, uh, at the 
family of God, wherever you are, you can bring a transformation because you are cleansed. So you can also clean. You know, I, I remember I've seen uh, a, certain, a certain cleaner, okay, and that cleaner, he was, uh, uh, you know, cleaning a certain portion of, 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 a, of a, you know, pathway. And uh, every time he cleaned, he left dirt behind because the broom that he was using was so dirty, you know. So you, you wondered whether it was more clean before than afterwards. Okay, that's not the cleansing that we need. We need the cleansing that remains, you know, that leaves things cleansed from all unrighteousness, from all stain, from all wrinkles, from all spots, and brings glory to God. Let's not carry the burden that we don't have to carry, that Jesus has already carried away and nailed it to the cross there on Calvary. Let us pray. Lord our God, you are such a wonderful God. You know our hearts. You know our minds. You know how we live our lives. Even the things that we hide from everybody else, you know them still more. And Lord Jesus, we come to you today. First of all, we want to thank you, Lord, that you have come to carry our burden. Lord, you have come to take away the iniquity, the evil, the sin that always wears down, that has worn us down in the past. And so, Lord Jesus, we thank you that we can look up to you to be cleansed from all unrighteousness and sin. And Lord, help us that we become a solution for your creation as well. Lord, let us not be polluters, but let us be cleansing our environment, just like you have cleansed our hearts and lives. Thank you, Jesus. While we are praying, I just want to ask, if there's anybody here who says, maybe it's too long that I have been receiving that cleansing power of Jesus. Maybe it's too long that I have allowed Jesus to bring cleanliness in my heart and my life. Maybe I've been saved uh, so many years ago, but somehow I've not been able to keep it up. Remember, it's just like brushing teeth. You need to do it again and again. And today I want to ask, if there's anybody here who says, this was my message, I heard it, I've understood it, and I want to act, I want to let Christ cleanse me and take the burden that I'm unable to bear away from me. So if, if you want me to pray for you in this regard, why don't you just raise your hands wherever you are and say, Pastor, please pray for me. I know I'm carrying some burdens which I want to push onto Jesus today. If there's anybody here, just raise your hand. Thank you so much. I see quite a number of hands. You know, you don't have to apologize. We are humans. We make mistakes. You know, we get dirty every single day. 
You know, why would you go in a shower if you have not been getting dirty for the last five years? You know, no, you get, you get, you get uh, uh, into a shower because you sweat. You know, you, 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 you are getting in, in touch with so many impurities in our world, and that's why we need to be cleansed. If, if you want me to pray for you, just, just say, here I am. Because, you know, it, it comes from us. Nobody can force you. It must come from your heart. It's your wish, your desire to say, Lord, cleanse me from all unrighteousness, from all sin. Lord Jesus Christ, I want to thank you so much for every hand that has been raised this morning. And Lord, you alone know how sometimes we are struggling. Sometimes we don't realize that there is a way out, that there is a solution to the pollution of our hearts. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you have given us a clear word of encouragement today that we should no longer carry those burdens. And I pray for each and every one, Lord, who is painfully going through some of these issues that I may have touched this morning. So, Lord Jesus, let the joy of that cleansing right now come into those hearts. Lord Jesus, you see the depths of our heart. You know what may be hidden from everybody else, but can never be hidden from you, our Lord. And so, Lord Jesus, I pray for your healing power, your cleansing power. Lord, let all of these issues that we are still carrying with us, these burdens that we are still trying to overcome, Lord, right now, we bring those burdens to you. We offload them upon you, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You have gone to the cross for those burdens. You have died so that we have life and that we have freedom and that we have the joy of life once again. So Lord Jesus, I pray let this wonderful cleansing roll into everyone's heart this morning. Those who have raised their hands and even those who may be feeling shy but realize something needs to happen in my heart. So Lord Jesus, thank you that we are your children. Thank you Lord that you have promised us that you are keeping our sin from us as far as the east is from the west that you take our burdens and drown them in the depths of the sea. Lord Jesus, you are a wonderful God. And I pray, Lord, that each and every one of us who is struggling with those issues will experience your relief, like this lady who touched the hem of your garment and was healed in an instant. So, Lord, let this healing, let this deliverance come into our hearts and lives. Heal us. Lord, from the effects of those burdens. To you be the glory and the honor. And everyone say, Amen. Amen.